The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way. A voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight his paths. John the Baptist appeared in the desert, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. People of the whole Judean countryside and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. John was clothed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. He fed on locusts and wild honey. And this is what he proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. Apologize for the cold this morning, but I'm grateful that it feels like the heat's coming. So, so thanks, Bob, whatever you just did. Um, today we're in the second Sunday of Advent already in a very short Advent season and um so it's it's always one of those years where it's it's easy to get caught off guard and there's two weeks until christmas and um and there should be three weeks until christmas but there's two and and the busyness of life kind of can take over if you're anything like me and and it's good for us to just slow down and and remember what to remember what the Advent season is, is really about. And, and to remember that this is a time of preparation. That's a time of preparation. And the first reading today from the prophet Isaiah is, is one I, I don't think I really appreciated in my youth when it says, in the desert prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the wasteland a highway for our God. Every valley shall be filled in. Every mountain and hill shall be made low. The rugged land shall be made a plain. The rough country, a broad valley. And Isaiah is writing, especially to the Israel, the people of Israel who are in captivity in Babylon and, and they're separated from the temple in Jerusalem and, and they're separated by this wasteland or this desert it's filled with valleys and mountains and rugged terrain and it's difficult to cross, right? It's difficult to cross. And, and the reason I say it's hard, it was hard for me to understand that in my youth is like we have cars and there's very little terrain that's kind of difficult to cross. Like we build roads around everything and you go down hills and up hills and no big deal. I have greater appreciation for it after probably after my time in the military and, uh, Yesterday was the Army-Navy game, so I was also kind of thinking about my time at West Point and how 
um, I was really bad at land navigation. And uh, so land navigation, they give you like a map and a compass and that's it. And you got to go find these little orange bags in the woods. And, uh, and there's really two methods that they would teach. Like one method was dead reckoning where you just like you draw a line on the map and you know your azimuth on the compass and you just walk in a straight line and hope you hit your spot. And, and the other would be like to, to recognize the terrain around you and, and just sort of like move with the terrain. And, and so you find that if I just draw a straight line and I try to go straight there, if I don't pay attention to the train, I can be going down and up. And whenever you're in that place, you get kind of stuck. I remember particularly like a couple of movements that we had in ranger school and you're walking along and, and you think you can walk through these bushes and all of a sudden you're like caught up in this mess of brambles and thorns and sticky bushes and all of those kinds of things. And, and you can't go anywhere. And you have to sort of like back out and start over again. And, and so when Isaiah says, like, the mountains will be made low and the valleys will be filled in and the rugged terrain shall be made a plain, he's saying, like, the path will be easier, right? The path will be easier and the Lord's going to make the path easy to get back to him. Right? He'll make the path easy to get back to him. And all of that is also an analogy for our own spiritual lives because all of us in our spiritual lives, sometimes we hit those stuck places in our spiritual life and we feel like we're caught up in those thorny bushes and we can't move. And, and that happens when, you know, we have the kind of sense that, well, like, I, I just feel like I'm stuck, you know, like my prayer is not like my prayer used to be or I don't really feel like I'm hearing God right now. We can just kind of feel stuck. Or sometimes there's valleys that we run into and, and we hit those low points in our spiritual life. Oftentimes those low points, they can be the result of our own sin and, and how like, because of my own sin, I feel like I'm in this pit and I need to dig my way out of it. Or the mountains that, that kind of stand before us and it seems like impossible to overcome some obstacle that we have. And, and those also can be the results of, of the ways that people have sinned against us. And, and we have a difficult time trusting in others. We have a difficult time being in relationship with others. We have a difficult time even trusting God. But Isaiah says that those mountains will be made low, the valleys will be filled in. And, and that applies in our hearts. And, and really, John the Baptist's role was to be the person who came with this message about making those mountains low and filling those valleys in. Mark begins his gospel by, by saying that, I, that John the Baptist himself is the fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy. Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way. A voice of one crying out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. And John the Baptist's role was to prepare the people to receive Christ or to recognize Christ when he came. And he does that primarily by calling people to repentance and removing those obstacles and, and really removing those obstacles happened as the people gathered around John. 
and they were baptized in the Jordan as they acknowledged their sins. They were baptized as they acknowledged their sins. And probably the way that happened was, was really more of like a confession of their sins with the whole community because it was a community that was a bunch of people that, that perhaps lived a sinful life and they said, well, I don't want to live that life anymore. I want to live this life now. And, and they confessed their sins publicly in front of everyone. So everybody knows, like, this is who I used to be, but I want to be this way now. You know, which, which really has a lot more, I don't know, there would be a lot more anxiety to that if we still practice confession that way. You know, compared to that, it's easy to like walk into that door right there and just tell one person. But it was a mark of their repentance. And as they repent, it sort of opens them up to, to recognize Jesus when he comes. Because those obstacles that present themselves, they keep us from seeing the Lord. They keep us from recognizing the Lord. During the Immaculate Conception, I preached on how, you know, like sin kills our empathy and it gets in the way of us being in relationship with others. It gets in the way of us trusting. We become really self-focused and self-centered. And so as we turn away from sin and we repent of that or, or we make that movement of the heart to forgive when we've been carrying a resentment, to not allow the sins of others to impact my life anymore. It sort of clears out the space so that we recognize our Lord and everything that he desires to do, right? Everything that he desires to do. And every Advent season is a time of waiting for our Lord to come to us and preparing our hearts so that we might be surprised by his love. So that he might encounter us in a new way or encounter us in a different way. And so in this last couple of weeks of Advent, it's a time to, to sort of refocus and regroup and, and, and to ask ourselves, like, where are those obstacles in my life? Like, where is that unforgiveness or resentment or hurt? Where has sin creeped back into my life that I need to repent of? And I just encourage you during this Advent season, even if it's been a long time, to, to make that movement, to make a good confession and to utilize the great gift of that sacrament. Because it is the sacrament that God gave us in order to make those mountains low and fill the valleys in and make that rugged terrain a plain so that we might more readily recognize our Lord at his coming. Whether that's his coming at the end of time or as we remember his coming the first time, most especially as he comes to us in each and every mass, in the Eucharist. And so a couple of opportunities in, in this last couple of weeks, and I wrote about this in the bulletin as well, is next Saturday, 
Um, we're just going to have a morning of recollection at Divine Mercy Hall in Palmyra, and it'll start at nine and go till noon. And so it'll be three hours of Eucharistic adoration, a couple of small conferences, and there'll be confessions available. And you can come for all of it. You could just stop in. But to just take that time to pause and reflect. You know, it might be a time of, of, I don't know, doing that thing we've been putting off doing. You know, I feel like every single year I make this resolution that I'm going to write a letter to certain family members and then it like goes by. And, uh, and so, so I'm really resolved this year like to use that time to do that. And then the following week on Wednesday the 20th, we'll have another like holy hour with confessions available again on Wednesday evening. Just to help to prepare the way so that as we celebrate our Lord's coming at Christmas, we do so with great joy. And we pray that our Lord may continue to surprise us with his great love, his great mercy, and every grace that flows from his heart in the Christmas season.